0: You are listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Kiana Jones, artist and founder of Happening Hands, a community that helps makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. Every week on our podcast, we discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to build that profitable handmade or creative business that you've always dreamed of. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Handmade CEO podcast. Today's special guest is Nicole Schwartz from Sprout Law. Nicole is a trademark attorney for women-owned small businesses and her law firm helps women protect their brands and stop copycats. All right, welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, Not many people might know this, but you were a catalyst for me in terms of building up the guts to launch my own business, Happening Hands. And you had this course that was all about how to start a business and brand yourself and pick a business name that could be trademarked in the future. And I went through that course and after four months I launched Happening Hands and now the name is trademarked. You know, I got the email from you last month, and I am just like so excited about that. And I now am now interviewing you on my podcast, which is so crazy.
1: <laughs> it's like a total like full circle thing. Larry. I feel like like we did it. We did it. Yeah. together. Yeah. Yes. Well, like yeah, you did. So... You did all of the work, but I was just here.
0: You, yes,
1: but as a part of you.
0: It. Yeah, but you gave me so much like meaningful advice. And, um, you know, you were there in like the infancy when I was still like thinking of what is this going to be? Um, you were the person I was talking to and I'll never forget that. So I'm super grateful. Um, so yeah, can you tell me and our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you became an attorney for women owned businesses?
1: Yeah, it's a funny story. I mean, first of all, just like you saying that just means, honestly, like the world to me. That's like what I'm <laughs> for is to hear people say, like, you were this little tiny part of this thing I built. And that just means, yeah. like, thank you. Um, Absolutely. Honestly, just like day, week, month, year probably made. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so my story is like um, kind of strange and funny. Like, I feel like that's how everyone started business is like, oh, this weird thing happened to me. So basically, I was yeah. a lost school. I was doing like security, but I was really into like crypto and Bitcoin and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. I guess was not really like resonating. Like I was, I was into it, but it was sort of like, what's the point of this whole thing? Yeah. So I got really burned out with that. And I, um, I started a skincare line mm-hmm. just randomly. Like I was like 2am anxiety took over and I was like scrolling Pinterest and I saw like how to make bodies for recipes. And I was like, that's it. I'm just going to do that. Like, it was just totally random thing where it was like this creative outlet that I needed so I started a skincare line, mm-hmm. like going to all these different festivals and then it got into stores and then it got into trade shows and then it just kind of like became this thing that snowballed. Um, and then, so I ran that for like two years and then I got a cease and desist letter from somebody who was like, hey, this is my brand name. I've trademarked it. You can't use it anymore. And it was like this kind of like, oh crap moment where it was like, oh yeah, the legal stuff. Like I was avoiding that because it wasn't what I wanted to do. And then that kind of, up in my face. (laughs) So I had to rebrand everything. And in building, you know, my skincare line, I just met so many like other women entrepreneurs that I knew and became friends with and everything. And they started asking me like, wait, what are trademarks? Like what's going on? Because I like went deep into like, I'm going to learn everything about trademarks. This is not going to happen to me again. And everything like that. So they kind of came to me and were like, wait, what's going on with trademarks? Like, I don't have trademarks. What should I know? Like, can you help me do it? And then it kind of became like something I was doing on the side. And it was like, oh, this is like actually a business now. And then mm-hmm. I sold the skin hairline and then just kind of transitioned into law. And it became like this really cool mix of like a way that I could use, you know, the law stuff to actually do something cool and work with fun clients and stuff like that. So it's a very weird way to do it. And I wouldn't recommend everybody mess up as badly as sure. I did, <laughs> but it worked <laughs> out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You kind of turned this like scary and like I'm sure your heart was like sinking when you got that letter like oh my god now I have to do what like
1: <laughs> yeah that's crazy I yeah I feel like I had the the moments that like probably everybody has when you get like a scary letter like that we were like no, no no no, like it's fine not and then real. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then once they looked into it, it was like oh no well, oops this is kind of real so yeah yeah
0: yeah so I get this question a lot um, from small business owners, like, how do, and I see it a lot, I see it everywhere, like, how do I pick a business name? Like, I feel like that's like a huge question, because a lot of times, you know, people just kind of, they use their personal name, or they just pick something that um you know maybe the handle isn't taken on instagram or something and they're like that's that's going to be my name because like it's not taken yet on like just instagram but they don't think about all the other places that you know and legally like that it should be free. Right. So tell me a little bit about that. Like how should
1: a business owner go about picking a business? That's so hard. I I feel like that's like the hardest part of running a business. Like there's obviously many hard parts, but that one is like, especially like right at the beginning. And it's like, I I don't know. I just, you know, when I started, I just thought you could pick any brand name that you wanted and just go with it. And Mm -hmm. that's how I started. My skincare line was like, I had the name sweet cheeks and I was like, Oh, that's fine. I'll just go with that. And then it was like, well, and actually you actually can't do that because of trademarks. And so like people already have those names, a lot of names like already, they already own them. And so you mm-hmm. can't use them in a specific industry. So it's really, really hard to pick a brand name. And I think like the first step is just finding out, um, you know, like who, who your audience is gonna be, who are your customers, what,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, what kind of, what, what's like your why, like what value do you provide beyond just like we sell bags or, you know, like me, like we just do legal services. like there has to be something else behind that. Like, why do you do that? Um, and so I think like figuring out those two things. And then like, what I like to do is just brainstorm a name. Like we, have we've done this together, like brainstorm, yeah, yeah. like a hundred words mm-hmm. that just, like, and do like this Google deep dive of like names of cactuses and like names of <laughs> like, I wish one client who brand name is like the first ship to like cross the certain channel, um, mm-hmm. in like the 1700s or something like just, the more random your name can be, but in a way that like means something to your clients mm-hmm. or means something to like your why or your process or something like that. Um, yeah. Those n- names tend to be a little bit more available. But like the common ones, like if you're going to go like a one word name, you're going to call it like Bloom. Like that's already taken for sure. <laughs> like I don't even need to know the industry. It's like, don't go with Bloom and don't go with like these common one word names because yeah, they're already taken. Yeah. I run like 10 searches yeah. they're already Mm -hmm. already gone. So try to find something, especially if it's going to be a one word name, like something Mm -hmm. super unique. Um, and you know, if it ties into what you do and what you want to bring to into the world, then that's perfect.
0: Yeah. I remember doing that exercise with you and I was like, I don't know. I think it it took a couple of weeks and I just, I remember sitting in the car and like reciting like some of them, like in my head, I'm like, what sounds right. I need to pick something that I like, but that's also free. And this is so hard. Um, but yeah, the exercise was super helpful. So yeah. Picking and you, 100 I feel and... like you
1: really nailed it. Like having it <laughs> describes exactly what, you know, what it is that yeah. you do and everything. Mm-hmm. So like yeah it's hard yeah. it's definitely hard it like it's hard. not an easy thing to pick their mm-hmm. business name and then also you have to pick something that you're going to be comfortable saying like a million times over the next couple of yes. years because yeah. you say like picking a baby's name honestly it's like you're gonna have totally. to say it so make it something that you like and then if you feel like kind of cringy saying it then maybe it's not the right one
0: yeah totally that makes sense <laughs> Are you looking for a beautiful and creative gift this holiday season that will light up your home or that of a loved ones shop the made by her marketplace, our first ever partner marketplace made by her features art and beautiful handcrafted goods from women artists all over the world. You can get there by going to www.madebyher.com. And if you're a maker looking for another home for your products, don't hesitate to sign up today. All made by her members also gain access to a Happening Hands membership that includes all of our courses, workshops, group coaching, and resources. All right, back to the show. So another question that I often see is like, when when it comes to the legal side of things, is like, what to do first? Should a maker or a small business owner like start growing their business first? Or should they pick the name first or trademark it? Like, What is like the
1: first step there? I think the first step, again, it's like getting really clear about your Mm -hmm. customers. Who is it you are going to sell? Like what particular niche are you going to sell to? And once you figure that out and you figure out like, okay, then what products am I going to sell? What services am I going to sell? Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think brand name is first. You have to yeah. figure out this is a name because it doesn't really make sense to build it and then change the name later and be like, I'll pick a different name later. Like having to go through like a huge rebrand later. Yeah, like it's yeah. not the end of the world if that happens. And sometimes it's good because you know your customers a little bit more and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you can name it something that you want to stick with from the start. And so the first step is really a trademark search to make sure mm-hmm. that like this name that you want, like, can you even use it? Or is somebody mm-hmm. else already owning that name? And then you're going to have to rebrand it anyway. So it's like, might as well just find that out from the beginning, ideally.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of like an off the wall question, but what's like the craziest thing that's happened in like tr- the trademark world in your specific, like in your experience in the past like year or two. Oh
1: my gosh. The craziest thing. This is a really fun question. Um, I, Okay. Like all of the celebrities coming into the space, like, all of the companies trademark the nfts all of a sudden oh yeah somebody trademarked the word the who was the ohio state yeah it's like such an ohio state thing to do sorry for all the if there's any ohio state fan, but like um yeah so they trademarked the word that... like that was pretty nuts. <laughs> um yeah i think it's just like all of the people i mean all the people coming into the space so like everybody mm. is starting a small business which is like so great and then it just makes the the number of trademarks that people want and the names, everything like a little bit more competitive. Mm. So now it's like, there's celebrity brands, like every celebrity has like 18 different trademarks now and things like that. So it's just like a little bit more of a competitive space. Mm, Yeah. So are there, I have another question. So
0: are there any industries that like business owners would want to trademark, like right away? Like, opposed to yeah. something else where like it's i don't know i'm thinking specifically of like someone who might not sell in in such a competitive industry or something
1: yeah definitely i think like apparel and skincare are mm-hmm. the two biggest ones um econ shops as well can be like a big one so i think like if you're in those spaces i would say that like, those are the top tier like one word mm-hmm. names are really hard if you have a one word name gonna have to be like really weird and unique um but also like those are areas where i would prioritize trademarking a little bit sooner i think Mm -hmm. like tier two where it's like still think about it but it's not like as urgent would be things like business coaches like marketing consultants Mm -hmm. wellness coaches things like that and then tier three would be like maybe stationary candles Mm -hmm. um things like that and then i think everybody else is kind of like not as high of a priority. Like it, it's still like something to think about, but, um, mm-hmm. just less competitive. So I think like the timeline, like you were kind of asking earlier, like, you know, when is it the right time basically? And so it's not really the right time. Like there's not a yes or no answer. It's kind of like my LA woo woo hippie answer mm-hmm. is sort of like, it's a gut feeling of like, when you're like, you feel like you're committed to this brand for the next like three to five years. Like you're like, I'm not going to change this name. It's going to be the same mm-hmm. name and you know that you're still going to be doing business, like if you're just in the early stages where you're like, I'm just trying it out, let's see how it goes, then it's not really worth investing in it. But if you're like, no, I'm going to like build this business and it could be like my full-time thing, then that makes sense to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the other part of it just depends on the industry that you're in. So if you're in a super competitive industry, like Mm -hmm. any one of those three tiers I just mentioned, probably do it earlier. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a different space, like you're like, you know, I sell like, trying to think of like something kind of random um like you sell I was just running a search for like women's hygiene products so that's like come kind of the first thing that's coming to my mind but like if you sell something kind of random like that then it's like yeah you can kind of wait until you're ready
0: okay that makes a lot of sense so I'd love to hear more about your women's business directory when did you start that and what's kind of your goal with it
1: yeah, so we started that a couple of years ago. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. four or five years ago. And really like the goal behind like the whole purpose of the law firm is like we do trademarks. That's like what, that's like our service that we do. But yeah. there's like a million trademark law firms out there. And so it was sort of like, well, how are we going to be providing something more? Like what's the point of just doing a trademarks thing? That's boring. Um, yeah. So it's really like what we want to do is to like help women business owners like make more women business owners successful really because I I mean just my personal philosophy is that like women Mm -hmm. should be making more money and I think that like owning a small business is like the best option for women because it's like flexible with Mm -hmm. our schedules as we know like women have more look we're getting into a tangent here we would have more like that's okay generally like you know domestic and social tasks and responsibilities so it's like flexibility is super important um Mm -hmm. For women and their schedules, and also, like, as we know, women make less money than men traditionally. And so, it's like, mm-hmm. if you own your own business, you're probably gonna make a little bit more money, um, and especially if it, if it goes well. And so, like, I think just more women business owners is a good thing. So, really, yeah. it's like, how can we help people? How can we, like, support women on businesses, like our clients? But also, you don't have to be a client to join our directory, it's really just anybody who wants to join, and then, mm-hmm. um it's like a good resource for people to shop. So if you want to support women-owned businesses, then here's like a whole directory of everyone from like nutrition coaches to marketing consultants to like HR people to marketplaces and candles Mm -hmm. and everything. So it kind of turned into like this one-stop shop for people to like Christmas shop and do that kind of stuff, so. That's so cool.
0: And how can a
1: women-owned or women-owned
0: business join? Is it just on your website?
1: Yes. Yep. It's just on our website. So down at the bottom, if you can go to sproutlaw.com, down at the bottom, it says like directory. And then I think like the first thing that will come up is like, Mm -hmm. here's how you join. And it's just free. You can just input your information and then we'll add you to the directory.
0: Okay. And if someone wants to trademark their business name, how would they go about doing that with your help?
1: Yeah. So first step. So like the trademark, as you were kind of saying, like is for brand name, it's like the way to protect your brand. So mm-hmm. um, you can also protect a logo and things like that. But usually the brand name is like the most important thing. So when you have the trademark, it's like saying, you know, you're the only marketplace called having hands that can be a marketplace and that can mm-hmm. do all the different things that you do. If somebody else is like, I'm a marketplace called hands that are happening or like some weird variation of yeah. that, you can be like, no, that's still my space. Um, and obviously that's really important because you don't want people coming up like copying you and trying to take away your clients and things like that. And same with me, like I'm the only law firm that can be called Sprout Law. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. the trademark is. Um, And as you build your business, more people come out. Like every year I have like another, there's like another Sprout Law that's like, I'm Sprout Law too. And I have to be like, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> so That's why it's like, that's what the trademark mm-hmm. is. Because a lot of people get it confused with different things. So the trademark is really about protecting your brand from other people trying to copy you, really. Um, and so the process starts with a trademark search where we just look at the trademark database and we say like are there any other trademarks there that are too similar because if somebody else has already trademarked something similar then you won't be able to get the trademark. So we have to look first and do some research and then after that then it goes through the whole trademark process. So it's like mm. we file the application it takes them about 8 months to review it mm-hmm. and then um most of the time, just a crossword for everybody who files, it gets denied at first, which sounds really scary. And people are like, oh my God, they all get denied. And it's like, at first they all get denied. But then like they they give you kind of infinite chances to like go back and forth with them and ask questions and submit arguments and do a whole bunch of steps. So mm-hmm. uh, we go back and forth with them for a while and then um, it goes to publications. So they put it on a website for 30 days, gives people a chance to object to it. If they feel like it's too similar, um, people can object to it. And then after that 30 day period, then, um, if you are already using it, it gets approved. If it was like a name that you want to protect for the future, then you have to show that you're actually selling certain products with it and stuff like that. But generally the process takes about a year to go Mm -hmm. through. And then once you go through the process and you have the registration, you have the trademark, you get your fancy little certificate, and then you can start, um, actually like enforcing it. And if you see a copycat, now you can, um, send them a cease and desist letter, or you can like reach out to Facebook or Instagram and just have mm-hmm. their pages taken down and stuff like that. So it's okay. very helpful once you have it, once you go through the process. Like I was saying, like at least once a year, we have like another Sprout Law. And usually when I reach out to them, they're like, no, we don't think it's similar. We're not going to take it down in like, But you're also called Sprout Law and you do trademarks. Like it's exactly the same thing. And they're really like, yeah. no, we're good. And then once <laughs> I say like, we have a trademark, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. We, we already changed everything. we changed our entire brand. So Usually it's like really helpful in actually getting people to change.
0: Yeah. It just gives you that proof, right?
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay. So my last question is, do you have any favorite like business resources, other podcasts, uh, books that you would recommend for other small business? You leaders? know, what's
1: funny is I actually have two right here on my desk. I didn't even know you were going to awesome. ask this, but these are just awesome. always on my desk. Okay, Okay, the first one is called Scaling Up. Okay. This is a book, I joined this organization called EO, Entrepreneur's Organization. And Mm -hmm. it's basically like there's four key points to this book. And the organization is like a group of business owners and they all kind of follow the same, uh, like every quarter there's Mm -hmm. a new topic. So you can just get the book on Amazon, but um, the topics are like people, so like your team. The next topic Mm -hmm. is strategy. The next topic is execution. And then the last topic is cash. So it's just sort of like every quarter you go through and like refresh, like, how am I doing Mm -hmm. on this topic? Um, And I really got a lot out of this. And then my other book, it is so like woo-woo, but I swear, I swear, I swear (laughs) by this, is a money manifestation book called Unleash Your Inner Money, Babe. I am obsessed with this. I've sent this to all of my friends and it's like 30 days. So like every day Mm -hmm. there's like a little, it's like a workbook. Every day there's like a little activity and I don't know how it works, but like every time I do it, it's like random money arrives. Like, it's just like someone will send you a random check for $1,000 or like things like that. Anyways, it's $19 you can get on Amazon. And like I've sent it to a bunch of my friends and they're all like, yeah, like I just started getting random money. So like, it's not, it works for other people aside from me. Um, so I don't know. I just, I love this book. I'm obsessed with it. I do it like once a year, maybe twice a year when I'm like having a tight cash flow moment, I'll be like, yeah. Hmm, okay, like I did it um, last month. I was having like a thing where Mm -hmm. I spent too much money renovating my house. And I was like, oh man, how (laughs) am I gonna like, how am I gonna do this? And then randomly like another law firm was like, hey, do you wanna like just handle all of our trademarks and we'll just like send them to you and it will like double your business. And it was like, oh, okay. I guess that solved my problem. Like just random stuff like that happened. So I'm not gonna attribute it all to the book, but I, it, (laughs) I'm going to some of it to the book. So I really like, I really like this book. It's by uh, Manifestation Babe. So you can, al- I think you can also get it at manifestationbabe.com. I'm not an affiliate for this. That's okay. I just really like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like magic. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's. Ba- I mean, I don't know how it works. Like it just, it just That's does. That's hilarious. So, I love
0: it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Nicole, and I really appreciate all your tips. And I hope that there are some small business owners out there that will reach out about trademarks.
1: Absolutely. Feel free to reach out anytime. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm at sproutlaw. If you like celebrity gossip and celebrity like trademark tea, we talk about that a lot on Instagram and so fun. a little bit of TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> let me know if you have any question
0: or if yeah, you just want to come gossip. awesome thanks nicole (laughs) thanks bye guys thank you so much for tuning in to the handmade ceo podcast check out the show notes to get a closer look at our guest today and our special offers most importantly check out and join our membership for makers happening hands where we feature courses workshops monthly coaching and more for makers and creative business owners who are ready to bring their businesses to the next level you can do this by going to www.happeningcans.com. See you next time. And until then, don't forget that no dream is too big to turn into your dream job.